Alright, and the lesson for today, boys and girls, is never go full hotep. Never go full hotep, especially if you are working for somebody else. (laughs) So y'all all heard your man's Nick Cannon was recently let go by Viacom. And I think his show Wild and Out was canceled. I seen some people talking about, well, BET should pick it up. Uh, Viacom owns BET. <laughs> they own MTV, BET, VH1, and probably a whole bunch of other stuff out there. So I seen people talking about they need to boycott Viacom product services or companies or whatever i'm just like man y'all gonna y'all gonna boycott bet i mean no more bet awards none of that stuff you know what i mean i highly doubt any of that'll happen but regardless the whole point is your boy nick cannon went full-blown hotep out in these streets man that joker been hanging around Tariq nasheed you know watched him a couple of hidden color documentaries Read him a Dr. Francis Crest Wesseling book. And now he out here with just just hotep superpowers all over the place. And he's out here spitting the same rhetoric I've been telling y'all about. I told you guys there was in Hidden Colors too, because I own the first two Hidden Colors, right? I bought I bought the DVDs and all that stuff, right? But in Hidden Colors too, there's a segment in Hidden Colors too where I don't remember who I don't remember what the guy's name is but um he's some he's some PhD or something he's he's over there talking about melanin and how melanin basically the more melanin you have it allows for you to communicate with the universe as in this dude literally said this on the DVD right and they did like a whole 5 minute segment on the supernatural powers of melanin and it was at that point I was like, alright, that's that's it. I, I don't think I can do any more hidden colors. <laughs> I can't do any more hidden colors, man. I can't sit here and listen to some PhD right around here talking about melanin literally allows for you to communicate with the universe. I was like, man, stop. But if you go watch that Nick Cannon clip. That's essentially what Nick Cannon was talking about. So when I heard Nick say it, I was like, yeah, I bet you Nick been watching Hidden Colors because that is the only place that I've heard somebody talk about melanin allowing for you to communicate and, and essentially giving you superpowers and all this other stuff, right? I bet you that's where he got this from. But uh, <laughs> look. You know, it's just some things you can't do. You know what I'm saying? Now, Nick Cannon is 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 pretty well off. He's rich. You know what I'm saying? His baby mother is Mariah Carey, who's super rich. And he'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? Nick Cannon is going to be all right. But here's the, the, the thing about this is that a lot of people in black twitter black youtube whatever don't understand is is that when you don't have money like nick cannon Tariq nasheed and others 
you have to be cautious about the things you say and how you maneuver. Meaning, Nick Cannon may lose his job and lose some other sponsorships and or opportunities, etc., etc., right? But at the end of the day, Nick Cannon has been in the entertainment industry for over like 20 years. And he's a, he's a multi-millionaire. So he'll be all right financially. Like Nick Cannon can never work another day in his life in Hollywood or whatever. And, you know, him and his kids and his grandkids and great-grandkids, et cetera, et cetera, I'm pretty sure they're going to be caked up. You, on the other hand, you out there working a regular nine to five, earning your thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year or whatever it is that you earn, even if you earn six figures, you most of y'all can't afford to talk reckless and greasy out in these streets about Dwight Man or any other race out there. Because you need that money. You need that money to survive and thrive, pay your bills, feed your kids. To, you know, just take care of life, your life in general. But a lot of y'all seem to think that a lot of y'all obviously run around here thinking that just because these rich people say things and then some of these rich people get up here and tell y'all to, you know, y'all need to stop acting scared. You know, it's not about acting scared. You need to know your limits on what you can and can't do as is as is dictated by your finances now if you own your own business or you know you're independently rich or you're rich through family or whatever you know what i'm saying you got your own money coming in that covers your lifestyle and yada 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 then you know you can go out there and talk as reckless and greasy as you want about whomever and you don't have to really deal with consequences or anything like that I mean, you may have to deal with some here and there, but the overall point is how you get your income is not dependent upon somebody else. That's not the case for the overwhelming majority of black people in America. The overwhelming majority of black folks in America, well, just people in America, but especially black people, the overwhelming majority of us, we work for other people. And the majority of these people that we work for, nine times out of ten, they're more than likely a white person. And now, don't think that that, that do not think that this is a bad thing, because you know, working for other people is not a bad thing. You know, because for one, <laughs> for one, you could be you could be unemployed, running around here trying to figure out how you're gonna get some money to pay your bills take care of your kids feed yourself yada 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 so working for other people is not a bad thing especially if you know you don't have anything else kind of going on in life to generate money and then you know working for other people is not a bad thing in terms of you going in there trying to learn whatever it is that they do so maybe that you can take that skill set and then go start your own thing you know what i'm saying you know that's that's not a bad thing but when you get to the pro-black babblers, they try to paint it as a bad thing. But you got to always remember the people that are telling you that it is a bad thing. Most of these people are financially well off or well on their way to being financially well off. And, you know, you're kind of not in that position. So, you know, Boyce and Tariq, 
Because, you know, like I saw a video from Voice. I haven't watched it yet, but he was saying Nick Cannon is fired because Viacom or Hollywood is racist. You know, Boyce can talk reckless and greasy like that because I assume Boyce got, he's pretty caked up. You know what I'm saying? I imagine he got money. But everybody else ain't got Boyce's money. Most of y'all don't. Most pro-blacks and most pro-black supporters and most pro-blacks aren't caked up like that. They're not caked up like that. So it's going to be a little hard for you to run around here talking about white people this, white people that. You know, you know, especially when you start going off into the uh, the small hat area and not really dealing with uh, any type of consequences. It's just <laughs> you guys got to learn when to pick and choose your battles and know your limits but the problem with a lot of black people is black people believe that they are actually masterpiece no limit soldiers in real life <coughs> meaning black folks honestly act like they should be able to say and do whatever they want however they want to do it to whomever they want with no consequences case in point Tariq Nasheed posted a video on Twitter yesterday of a black, older black woman and an older white woman arguing. It looked like they were just arguing, had a couple words. I don't know. And then there was like an older black guy out there. Then there was like a younger black guy out there. The younger black guy just off and sucker punched the white older woman and knocked her clean out. And Tariq, he posted a caption, uh, look at this Sambo, in reference to the older black guy who had stepped in and was like, yo, what are you doing? Said, look at this sambo right here and i'm looking at the comments and i was like i'm like bruh first of all i'm like <laughs> i started to leave a comment saying that damn Tariq, you support somebody just cold sucker punching your mother-in-law because you know his mother-in-law is a white woman but i didn't say anything but i'm just looking at the comments you know you got people all up and down the comments clapping and cheering even Tariq in the comments justifying like it was literally just an old woman, an old woman and a old black woman and an old white woman. No racial slur. I think the old white woman called the black woman a whore. I don't know what they were arguing about because you know when Tariq posts these videos, he only posts, uh, he only posts videos that show the actual physical altercation. He never, he never, he never posts videos, the full complete video that shows you what led up to this, so you can get the greater context. To find out what's going on. He always shows something to make somebody, a black person, either look like a victim or he shows a black person doing physical harm to a to a, uh, a white person and or a cop. Because, you know, he's done this before. You know, just he, he, basically he does this all the time. But anyways, so the black, the young black dude just sucker punches the old white woman, knocks her clean out. And then the older black guy kind of steps in and is like, yo, what are you doing? Like, well, why'd you do that? And then Tariq on here calling him a Sambo, and everybody's like, cool, cool, cool. I'm just like, wow, you guys are really running around here justifying people just being openly violent towards people just because they're white. And it was funny is Twitter is still keeping this crap up. To my knowledge, his tweet is still up. His, his account ain't been suspended or whatever, whatever. Like or the the post hasn't been flagged, but he just does this all the time. Now imagine if white people posted that up. It was a reverse situation 
old white woman, old black woman, young white dude, old white guy, young white dude sucker punches the black woman. They will be screaming racism, white supremacy all day long. But when it's black people, all of a sudden it's it's none of that and it's totally acceptable. And um and and, and you're a coon and the sambo for calling it out and, and all this other stuff. Cause you know, another thing about this whole Nick Cannon thing is is that every there's a lot of people calling Nick Cannon racist. And then, but then you go you go to the Twitters, you got like a thousand million black people in there talking about black people can't be racist. Like BS. Listen. Nick Cannon, what Nick Cannon said was um could be classified as some racist stuff. Let's not even get it twisted. But I'm not even here to debate whether or not what he said was racist. I'm really here to I'm really here just to kind of call out the tired line that black people can't be racist because you know black folks always like to throw we ain't got no powers to enforce no racism bs bs i call bs on that what do you think black lives matter is doing right now ladies and gentlemen black lives matter is out there wrecking havoc on society getting corporations to bend to its will yada 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 all because they want to go around defending mostly uh, violent black people who have met their demise at the hands of a cop only. They out here getting, every time I turn on Netflix, there's a Black Lives Matter this. Um, they out here trying to get the Star Spangled Banner changed. They got, they got all this other crap. And you got all these Negroes crying about reparations. And so what I'm saying is Negroes be having power. They have a lot of power to influence crap. And then they have a lot of power to go out here and just say and act however they want to act. And nobody can, society has gotten to the point where they, no, nobody really calls black people out. Nobody calls black people out for their BS. They just kind of chalk it up as, oh, poor little Negro who's oppressed. We'll just let you go out there and do anything. No, what you're doing is you're actually giving a lot of these deranged Negroes power that they don't deserve. <laughs> Unearned power. You know what I'm saying? And the power it resides in everybody else being scared to check these clowns when they out here just doing blatantly open, racist, dangerous, destructive stuff. Everybody, I mean, it's even got to the point where police are scared. <laughs> That's what, the, you know, look, look at all these cops, man. A lot of these cops, unfortunately, a lot of them are scared to interact with a black person, not because they're scared of the black person for being black, but they're scared of the possible consequences that may come from interacting with a black person from the public. Like I say, you a cop, you go out there and you blink your eyes the wrong way towards a black person, you might mess around and get fired. I mean, look at Mayor Keisha Bottoms in Atlanta when she fired them. Uh, she had them cops placed uh, placed under arrest and charge, yada yada yada, for for uh, Rayshard Brooks and the Wendy's thing. How is that not power, ladies and gentlemen? Hold up, I gotta go take my son in here. Give me a second. So, so like I was saying, um, I forgot what I was saying, but, (laughs) but regardless, 
Oh, yeah, power. Something about black folks with power. So, you, listen. Like I said, you got all these black folks out here. They love to say, oh, we can't be racist. We can't be racist because we haven't had no power. But yet, they run around literally sounding like racists with everything that they do. You know what I'm saying? And then they use that, we can't be racist because we don't have no power as an excuse to mask them actually being racist. Like, you can go around calling white people cave people, troglodytes, you know, just saying all kind of vile things, <laughs> right? And just going full blown. I mean, literally, just look at it. Like I say, if you if you just reverse the, the race, the, the races, it, it was a bunch of white people saying stuff about a bunch of black people, everybody be crying racism, yada, yada, yada. Black people can literally go out there and say the exact same things towards white people. And we've seen it. It's all on YouTube. Remember, Cynthia G had these long tirades calling them cave Beckys, troglodytes, you know, just all kind of crazy crap. And then, like I said, you go on Twitter, they be in there showing white people getting beat up by black people all the time and clapping this stuff on, calling them all kind of names. And then black people be like, I can't be racist. We don't have any power. No, you actually do have power. The mere fact that you can hop on social media and show all this stuff and say all this stuff and nobody does anything to you is a form of power. <laughs> like, how don't you understand this is a form of power. The mere fact you can do these things is, is a form of power. Um, you know, until you mess around and say something about the wrong group of people like Nick Cannon, who don't play that crap. But look, look at it. Look at that. I mean, come on. Black people just go out there and just can say and do anything. <coughs> and, and white folks and and like I said earlier, even the police are a little paranoid to interact with them because, you know, if, if you wave the wrong way at a black person, they're going to scream police brutality. How is that not a form of power, ladies and gentlemen, to where you have law enforcement officers thinking twice about interacting with you? Now, some of y'all are about, yeah, it's a good thing. They need to. Uh, it, it depends. It depends, but you can't you can't ever you can't ever expect the typical black person to be reasonable. You know what I'm saying? They always love to go to the extreme with things, right? So, like I said, it would be reasonable to look at Derek Chauvin, George Floyd incident, and be like, okay, that's police brutality. He had his knee on his neck. Obviously, the guy died. Yada yada yada. But It'll, it's even crazier when there's a video that came out of, I can't remember what the guy's name is, but this happened in, uh, I want to say Detroit, if I'm not mistaken, where some, some, uh, some black cops killed this black dude and then they started protesting. And I seen, I seen stories of the news and people was like, he was a good, he was good. There's police brutality. And then the kid, the dude, well, I ain't going to say the kid, but the dude's mama, was on there talking about my son was a warrior, yada yada yada. And so you look at the actual video, the black dude, uh basically the cops ran down upon this other black dude. Right? And from what I hear, the other black dude had a warrant out because he was a he 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 had a warrant out for being a suspect involved in a triple homicide. 
right? And the other dude that got killed just happened to be there. And I don't think the cops was actually looking for him, even though they said he may have had a warrant out for something else, but they weren't actually looking for him. So the dude that got killed, he like puts his hands up and then he puts his hands down and reaches into his pocket, pulls out a gun and aims at a cop's head and pulls the trigger. Now he missed and then the cops did what they did, opened fire on this dude and shot him. And as the dude goes down to the ground, he's still shooting and the cops just start dumping bullets into him, right? Rightfully killed this dude. But I look at the news story and I see black folks out there protesting and I'm like, wait a second, what are y'all protesting about? Your man's pulled a gun out on a cop and tried to kill him and hit right in front of his face, B. And y'all like, what, what, what are we talking about police brutality? So what I'm saying is you can't expect the average Negro to be reasonable on anything, man. The average low IQ hyper-emotional Negro from the community, I should say. Especially them. They can't be reasonable on anything. Everything is police brutality even when it is dead-ass wrong that your man's was dead-ass wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, you have all the video footage in the world, which we do in this instance, and, and Negroes will go out of their way to find an excuse to blame the white man, racism, police brutality, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, no, B, your man's was wrong and got every bullet that he deserved. Like, your man's literally, for what, like I say, he's hanging out with a dude that's wanted for in connection to a triple homicide, right? Like, the cops show up to get the triple homicide dude. I don't even think they were coming after the other dude. He just happened to be there. I don't think they was going to place him under arrest, because they were looking for the triple homicide dude. Then, your man's who's who's hanging out with the triple homicide dude reaches into his pocket, pulls a gun out, and starts shooting at the cops, and then he gets shot. And But you got everybody screaming police brutality, and his mama screaming, hey, my son was a warrior. Your son is a psychopath. I granted, the mother, you could probably give her a little leeway because she's a grieving mother. She just lost her son. All right, I get that. But it still don't change the fact. Your son is a psychopath. <laughs> Your son ain't have it all together. You know what I'm saying? Your son was not no freaking warrior. He was just a, a straight-up, lifelong Pookie and Ray Ray. And being that he had enough, he, being that he's hanging out with dudes who allegedly are involved in triple homicides, and then your man pulls a gun out and tries to shoot at the cops, I question your parenting skills. Like, how did your son even get to this point? Well, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to take a wild guess that a strong male influence wasn't around in this kid's life. And he probably didn't grow up with parents or a parent that made, uh, that, that, that they didn't really give a damn about him. I mean, let me just call it, keep it, keep it real. Like I've told you guys before, black, a lot of black folks don't give a damn about black children. They just be popping them out because they're fashion accessories, their checks, or, you know, they're just, they're just results of them having a good time. And now they got to take care of them. And, you know, a lot of them just don't want to be dealt with the, dealing with the financial burden, emotional stress of trying to take care of another human being and turn that human being into a prosperous, a hopefully prosperous, productive member of society. You know what I'm saying? 
I've done the videos. Go listen to my video when I was at my cousin's birthday party. And that two-year-old that was roaming around the parking lot by himself. and <laughs> Go listen to the video. Just go back and look it through my video. Look through my videos and look for the video that has a thumbnail of the Bebe's kids on it. Right? The cartoon, the Bebe's kids. It's like two years, almost two years ago. But anyways... So getting back to getting back to uh, this this whole racism thing. So, listen, black folks is all you gotta do is go read the stuff they say about white people. How is that not racism? Because oh, we ain't got no power. BS. Negroes is getting ridiculous power out in these streets. Ridiculous power. Now, how long will it last? I don't know because I've told you guys before. As a matter of fact, I told you guys recently. I should say. The average low information, low IQ, woe is me out there, they, 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 they don't know limits. So they push and push and push beyond the limits to the point where now they're going to start pissing the white man off. And then the white man's going to start dropping the hammer on them. And Nick Cannon is, is, is an example of this. Now, I don't know when Nick Cannon went full-blown pro-black hotel. You know, this this has been a, a transition in the making, but I don't know what he was thinking. You work in an entertainment industry where all of your big checks, your big shows that you've been a part of have been the small hats have been cutting them checks, signing them checks for you. And you got the nerve to hop up on your podcast and talk reckless and greasy about a group of people that is notorious for checking people who talk reckless, reckless and greasy about them. And I'm not just talking about checking them on, we're going to cancel you on Twitter. No, they're going to cancel your financial means, right? Your, your money-making potential. At least, you know, as far as, you know, dealing with, you know, whatever, whatever. But I don't know what this guy was thinking. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, that's just is not, this is not going to work. Now, granted, like I said earlier, he has more than enough money to, you know, kind of hopefully go out there and do his own thing. Or, you know, he'll, he'll survive. Like I said, he, between him and, <coughs> excuse me, between Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey's money, Nick Cannon and his kids will be all right. You know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll be all right. They set for life. The, 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 the great, great grandbabies are set for life, right? But, like I said earlier, the average black person is not does not have Nick Cannon's bank account. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, y'all running around here applauding and cheering this crap, thinking that y'all can do the same thing. It's like, dude, that's just not going to fly. And that's what I'm kind of, I don't want to say worried, but that's, that's, the, that's the angle I'm looking at this from is Nick Cannon, he might be fired. But he'll be all right. But what about all them comedians on Wild and Out that don't have Nick Cannon's money? Because I seen Carlos, uh, what's his face? Carlos, he posted something. He was like, he was like, man, I guess I got to go file for my unemployment check. You know and I'm saying, remember Carlos? He was originally let go from the from the Wild and Out show. You know, he does the '85 show, '85 South show with um, DC Young Fly and Chico Bean, whatever his name is. But Carlos. I think you know, I think he's like the funniest one, but he was originally let go where he had to 
he had to kind of go back and, you know, kind of quote unquote beg Nick Cannon to let him back on the show. And then Nick Cannon let him back on the show. He was out there doing his thing because he's a crowd favorite. But now that the show is gone, what are all them comedians going to do? That's how a lot of these social media comedians is getting put on uh, or wanting to get put on was through that show. So now, <laughs> what are they going to do? And a lot of them ain't rich. They just they just social media famous or they got a little fame off TV, but they ain't rich. They just as broke as, as, the, as the average person out there, like it, as in literally. So what are they going to do? They ain't set for life like Nick Cannon. What are they going to do? They're going to have to go back to these social media streets, making these these cheesy videos that that ain't that don't be really funny and you know I'm saying we got we got to go through that all, that torment all over again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they represent the average black person out there. <clears throat> so, I don't know, man. It's going to it's going to be Y'all, what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, this, this, all this stuff is gonna start coming back to bite black people in the ass, man. Because black people, unfortunately, a lot of y'all just don't, you don't recognize your limits. Y'all see a lot of these high-profile people on social media going off, talking reckless and greasy, and yada yada yada, just saying whatever they want to say. They don't get any type of consequence. Uh, they 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 rarely get any consequences thrown their way. And then y'all think, well, I can go there and do the same thing. Nah, you might want to pump the brakes because you're not financially in a position to go out there and do a lot of the things that they can do. Like they can talk a whole bunch of smack, yada yada yada, get fired, lose endorsements, lose contracts, business dealings, whatever, whatever. But a lot of them got money stacked up in the bank. Uh, significant portions of money stacked up in the bank to, you know, help help them survive. <laughs> a lot of y'all barely have five hundred dollars to your name, but you think you're just gonna go out there and talk reckless and greasy? Because I mean, you can go do that, but at the end of the day, like I've always said, uh, who, who's when it's time for you to go out there and find? Let's just say you lose your job. And it's time for you to find another job. Who's going to hire you? Because it's not like it's a, it's not a whole bunch of black people out there hiring. I did the video. I did the video. It's it's two million black owned businesses in America, ladies and gentlemen. You know, before social distancing, before social distancing, it was on paper saying that it was two million black owned businesses in America. Out of the two million black owned businesses. 1.9 million didn't have employees. That means it's just a whole bunch of people who st- who got business licenses and LLCs and it's either a side business or they work for themselves full time, yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> Only 100,000 black-owned businesses actually hire people. And when I say hire people, I'm talking about they probably have at a bare minimum of four employees. There's only 100,000 of them in America. You know, obviously before COVID hit. So, where you going to go? Ain't, I mean, I'm, I'm just keeping it real. This ain't about, oh, you scared. No, this is just about reality. Because at the end of the day, you still got bills to pay. You got mouths to feed. You got all this other stuff. So, you have to earn a living to survive in this country. Unless you want to, you know, <clears throat> go down there and 
you know, you know, try to try to get you some some welfare benefits, something like that. I don't think a lot of y'all think this thing through. Yo, you scared, man? All right, well, <laughs> all right. I guess I'll be scared, but you know, at least I know. At least I know where my money's coming from. At least I know how much money I have stacked up in case things get hard. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand. Excuse me. What I'm saying is I understand how far I can and can't go with stuff. Because that's dictated oftentimes by the the, the size of my bank account. A lot of y'all don't understand that. Y'all just think y'all just run wild and crazy and say whatever, whatever, because y'all see these other people doing it. And then try to make a 50, 11 million excuses to justify why you should be able to do it. But your bank account isn't set up to allow for you to do those things. To the same level that a Nick Cannon can do it. Because, you know, even though Nick Cannon did it, you see, even he got touched. <laughs> even he's not immune. And he's worth, Nick Cannon's got to be worth like 20, 30 million, maybe as high as 50 million dollars. I don't know. But he, he's a multi-millionaire, right? You, you barely got 500 to to $1,000 your, in your bank account on any given day. What makes you think you can go out there and do things that a multimillionaire can't even do? <laughs> y'all got y'all to gotta start thinking, man. Black people, we can't be racist. And y'all got to come up off that dumb crap, too. Now, you Negroes, a lot, man, black people are, a lot of you Negroes are viciously racist. <laughs> and don't come in here with this, we ain't got no power BS. No, you got power. Society, society at large right now is, is for the most part, bending to your will to a certain extent. Because I know a lot of y'all going to be like, but they, they ain't giving us reparations. They ain't, they might they might not be cutting reparation checks, but they out here doing all kind of other crap to appease you Negroes. So that's a form of power. But that power is only going to last so long because y'all going to mess around and piss off the wrong group of people, or just you know Dwight man is going to get tired of the crap because they're going to be like, yo, you people just don't know. A lot of y'all just don't 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 know your limits. And then they're going to start, it's going to be a backlash. And this might be the official start of it. But who knows? Anyways, those are my thoughts. Peace.